I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, May 4th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. And Peak Pals, may the 4th be with you, Star Wars fans. Did you know that the Force has a Canadian connection? So George Lucas lifted the phrase from 2187. It's a film by influential Canadian experimental filmmaker Arthur Lipson. The more you know, Peak Pals. Well, enough of our Star Wars facts for today, although may the 4th be with you. It's always a momentous day for Star Wars fans. We've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, Bed, Bath, and Beyonds are going fast. For our second story, Airbnbs are getting expensive. And for our last story, there's some tension in our banks. For our first story, if you've been looking to gift that special someone a lately used retail outlet, well, you better act fast. Nearly half of the now-empty 65 Bed Bath & Beyond stores in Canada, well, they've been snapped up. So Peak Pals, what do you say? Should we go on this together? Should we pick up a location for ourselves, turn it into, let's just call it the Peak Palace for now. I'm not exactly sure what we're going to sell, but we can work through the kinks later on. Well, here's what's actually happening. Hamilton entrepreneur Doug Putman is acquiring 21 former Bed Bath & Beyond and Bye Bye Baby leases for about $2 million with the intention of using them to launch a new home goods retailer called Room Plus Spaces, Room and Spaces, per the Financial Post. Now, as you may already know, Bed Bath & Beyond closed its Canadian stores in February as part part of a broader attempt to stave off Gripsy. It didn't work, but still, they had to go into business. Rooms and spaces, which is spelled lowercase, and that's all very intentional, will be a lot like bed and bath, featuring products sourced from many of the same suppliers, but with a bigger focus on name brands, a wide range of price points, and a commitment to ensuring there's always enough product in stock, something that Bed Bath & Beyond got into a lot of trouble for. Canadian Tire will take over another 10x Bed Bath & Beyond leases for $1.6 million, which will be converted into Marks and Pro Hockey Life stores. To zoom out, call Putman the Dr. Frankenstein of retail because the man loves bringing back dead stores to life. In 2017, he acquired the leases of 29 Canadian HMV locations after it went bust and turned them into Sunrise Record stores. He later acquired the HMV brand. Then in 2021, he acquired Toys R Us and Babies R Us Canada brands from the parent company Fairfax with plans to revive the beloved toy store chain. And here's the bottom line, Peak Pals. Even as Canadians reign in spending, we still like in-store shopping. 73% of us visit physical stores at least once a month. As U.S. retailers continue to falter in Canada, it could fall on domestic brands to fill up the empty husks dotting the nation's shopping centers. For our second story, these days it's easy to find yourself in the midst of planning your dream vacation only to... I look at my bank account, realize that, you know what, a weekend camping trip is actually just fine. Part of that to do is with how much Airbnbs are. The average cost of an Airbnb jumped 36% during the pandemic, a looming problem that the company has responded to by launching a rooms category that features over 1 million private bedrooms worldwide with an average rate of $91 a night. An analysis of short-term rental and hotel prices in Toronto by the Globe and Mail last year showed that Airbnbs in Toronto had gotten almost as expensive as hotels. You might remember that Airbnb started out by renting spare rooms, but the platform has evolved into a far more profitable offering, like the $1,000 a night villas in Mykonos. This really goes back to the founding story, at least that's what Airbnb co-founder Nathan Blacharsik told The Peak. He said, we think we're going to see a resurgence in this category, both because the pandemic is over, but because people are thinking twice about their budget. And it matters because with the current state of the economy, which is bad, and travel, which is expensive, we're all 
looking to snag a deal. The change at Airbnb is likely a sign of what's to come in the travel industry. New offerings to address the surge in demand, but that won't break the bank. Now to zoom out, Airbnb will also include more details about the state, like whether there's a lock on the door, a private bathroom, and who you'll find hanging out in the common areas. In 2022, the company did away with separate cleaning fees and quote-unquote unreasonable checkout chores. For our third story, while bankers no doubt rejoiced after the U.S. Federal Reserve signaled it would move to pause rate hikes, the sector is still full of more tension than the final season of succession. For anyone who's watching it, you'll get that. Here's what's driving the news. After the failure of First Republic on Monday, there was some temporary panic around the financial health of other U.S. regional banks considered to be vulnerable. On Tuesday, the KBW Bank Index fell by 5.52%. That's its lowest since December 2020, with lenders PacWest and Western Alliance facing the brunt of share sell-offs. Regional bank shares have shown a slight recovery since yesterday, but the sector is still uneasy, with Bank of America analysts warning that a persistent sell-off in stocks has the potential to inform deposit customer behavior and worsen profitability challenges. And this matters because Canadian banks aren't in the clear either. Last quarter, the four Canuck banks with substantial U.S. operations, that's TD, RBC, CIBC, and BMO, on average saw deposits drop about 3% quarter over quarter, right in line with what the U.S. banks have experienced. TD took the biggest hit, with deposits dropping 5%, in part because of its exposure to financial services giant Charles Schwab, which hasn't been doing too hot lately either. In the last year, TD's total deposits have fallen by 12%, whereas deposits at RBC and CIBC are down 8% and up 3% respectively. BO deposits fell around 4%. And to zoom out, with Jamie Dimon saying the crisis is nearly over and Joe Biden declaring the system is safe and sound, thanks to robust mechanisms keeping things in check, the vibes are cautiously optimistic, although another regional bank failure isn't out of the question. Ultimately, this hoopla could actually be a net positive, per Scotiabank's David Holt, if it ends up forcing the U.S. to revamp its archaic banking system riddled with too many small banks. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com.